This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. The opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily those of the regents of the University of California, nor the management of KUCI. Uh, today we're going to be looking back at the Huang Tan Bui case, where this uh, unarmed individual, uh, Caucasian Vietnamese, was uh, shot, uh, well, not shot, but run over by a police car after he had failed to stop during a police stop. Um, he stopped and then he, he went on his way. So he got chased. And this Westminster police um, officer uh, ran him over. There's a dispute over the speed of the chase. Um, he went around the curve, around the corner at 23 to 24 miles an hour, but he claims it was 12 miles an hour when he hit this person. But Huang Bui's injuries were quite severe. There's massive internal bleeding that caused his death. There were fractures. There were uh, internal organs that were damaged. Is that symptomatic of a 12 mile per hour uh, collision? That's the question uh, Trin Lu uh, uh, questions uh, ask in the the for 2005 edition of Jaded magazine here at UC Irvine. Uh, she was an organizer of protests uh, over this issue uh, when UCI students and others, uh, community folks, marched on the Westminster Police Department and protested this um, killing or this killing by police of an innocent uh, individual. There were also massive community meetings with the mayor, Marge Rice, with Andy Kwok, who was a city council, is a city council person in Westminster, and also Mitch Waller, a policeman from the Westminster Department, police department. And yet, during this whole controversy, the DA, Tony Rakakis, uh, maintained at the time uh, on Vietnamese radio 106.3 FN VNCR that Bui was a uh, cap- capital criminal, that was his, uh, Rakokis's words, and was dangerous because he had uh, gunned the car against a police officer initially. We uh, talked uh, to the widow of uh, Huang Bui two years ago during another holiday season, during Thanksgiving um, 2005. And that was the first Thanksgiving that Fong Bui observed with her two young children without their father. But this week, we will go back to that interview shortly. But this week, the uh, family settled a lawsuit. They had sued for t- $10 million. And this week, they settled for 950000 just short of $10 million. But the settlement, according to the lawyer, will be split among the mother of Huang Bui as well as the wife and family. And also, 
it would guarantee that Huang Bui's two young children, a boy and a girl, will be able to go to college. That settlement was uh, approved on Thursday by a federal judge. Uh, there is also, however, a continuing case by the attorney Michael Avila, who will be pursuing the city over the fact that the city had denied the family any opportunity to mourn at the site of the death of the the uh, Wang Bui. Uh, so that case over their First Amendment right will take place uh, in March. That case will continue in March. The only paper to cover this case, it seems recently, or this settlement, has been the Orange County Register, uh, with a story by its reporter, Deepa Barath, a continuing story that um, uh, appeared several times this week, the latest on Wednesday, December 19th, this past week. Uh, Huang Bui was 30 years old at the time, and he was a hit-and-run suspect who was actually shot at the, by the officer, and he ran out of his car and was run over by Officer Chao Shin III, a 14-year police department veteran who actually had a drawing of the incident that the police refused to turn over to the attorney until a federal judge ordered it to be turned over, together with other documents on the case. Andy Hall is quoted in the article as arguing that race had nothing to do with it. But can you imagine the police chasing after somebody in South County? and running them over. Anyway, this case stirred a lot of emotions in the community, and some people would argue that, well, this guy wasn't a poster child for purity, uh, this guy who was killed. Why should we help him? And Tony Lam, the former city council, the first uh, elected city councilman of Vietnamese uh, origin here in the United States, spoke out at the community meeting saying that I don't care what he's done, nobody should be at risk of being killed by the police just because the police want to run you over. So that was the tense situation at community meetings uh, that were held all over uh, in Westminster at community spaces in Westminster and during Protests, protests and marches uh, that went to the police station in Westminster. This, uh, this uh, death occurred February 9th, 2005, after a police chase. And uh, so the, we will continue to cover this case um, 
but we suggest you look at the feedback on the register story, the incredibly racist comments that are on the website, calling Huang Bui trash and calling him other names and saying he deserved to die. Just because this guy had a Vietnamese name, he is assumed to be a gang member and subject to police execution. And actually, a million dollars is not very much, given that a life was taken away. But this Christmas, the family of Huang Bui will be able to celebrate for once. They will be able to have closure on the case that took away this father of 30 from, her ch from his children. We now go to the earlier interview we had with Fong Bui, who is the wife of Wang Bui. When we talked with her back in November 2005, and that was when we aired this story, this interview with her, almost over two years, over actually two years ago. We'll go to her interview momentarily. This is Densang with Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And this was before the case was settled and before the officer was fired by the police department. Which initially maintained that he did the right thing during uh, February of this year. Welcome, uh, Fong. Can you, can you hear Fong? We talked with Fong Bui, the wife of Huang Bui. Uh, Fung, can you hear? Yes, I'm hearing. Okay. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, we're on the air now. Uh, uh, you're the widow of uh, Huang, Tang, uh, Huang Tang Bui, who was a uh, uh, Vietnamese-American who was uh, going about his business uh, the night of Tet, uh, the Vietnamese New Year, oh, uh, in okay. February. Yes. And you just uh, had to spend your first Thanksgiving without, uh, without him. How did? Yes. How was that? How was that like? It's really very sad. It's lonely without him. Sure. Yeah, and we have no Thanksgiving this year either. We didn't separate Christmas Thanksgiving this year without him. Why do you think the policeman uh, shot at him and ran him over in his uh, police car? I think it's not right to do that because my husband, he had no ribbon. He didn't do anything wrong with it. He was unarmed. 
He was, he was not armed. He didn't have a gun. He had nothing on it. So the, what happened? There was a traffic accident uh, before that, and the police came? Uh, because, uh, I think that day, the New Year day, I think my husband had a little bit drink, I guess. And um, when he crashed, uh, the, the accident, it's not, he didn't mean it. He didn't know that he crashed that car. He didn't know. Yeah. After he goes. He didn't, he didn't realize that? Yeah, he didn't know that he, uh, he, he, uh, he crashed that car. That's why he goes. So he, he ran left. away. He left a scene of an accident, and then the police chased him. Yes. And, uh, and I don't know what happened, Why they shoot him. They shot at him. Uh, I, I've seen your car, and there's a bullet hose in the car in the, near the seatbelt area, right? Yes. So what uh what happened after he was shot? He shot and he's so scared. You know you you don't know anything happened. If somebody shooted you, it's for me. I'm very scared. I run too, right? It's for you or you run? Yeah. Of course you saw. You don't know what to do wrong. Somebody shoot you. You of course you have to run. And after that he he ran to the um, Midway City and he parked the car. He brought. And he got out of the car and walked on a sidewalk. Oh, it was in Midway City, not not uh, Westminster. It was by that time it was with Midway City. Yeah, in Midway City. He ran from the car. He parked the car and he got out. He got out of the car. He walked on the sidewalk, not down street. Ah. He, and he not running either. He walking. Oh, okay. You know why? Bad police run over him. The, really bad. The, the policeman's car hit him. Yes, the police car hit him. They've been lying to us that they say that they run only 12 miles. I don't believe if 12 miles, it will hit my husband really bad like that. The, the police report said that there was a, the car was going at 12 miles an hour. Yes, and it's not right. I don't think so. Because the injuries were... You're saying that if, why, why do you say that? Why, why do you th don't think that's true? Because I saw my husband's body. It's not 12 miles. And the palm tree is knocked down too. The, the tree was knocked down? Yes, oh. the palm tree, you know how hot it is? If the palm tree is knocked down too, how it's 12 miles an hour. It couldn't be 12 hours in my, a mile. 12 miles an hour, right. Yes. So you're saying it was going at a higher speed. It went over a curb? 60. 60. Do you think it w did it go over a curb and hit hit oh, him? A curb. A curb? Yeah. A, I mean, uh, the sidewalk. It went onto the sidewalk? Yes. And, uh, and then pinned him under the car, right? Yes. So My he, husband under the car. You didn't find out till the next day, right? What? You did not find out until the next day. Yes, it is. My husband has happened at 10, 30, 20 something, 30. But I don't know why they don't let me know right away. They wait until next morning, 6 o'clock morning. So he it, was lying it, on the ground for many hours after yes. he was hit. Seven, eight miles, like 10 hours out there. The police claim they didn't know the, the address. No, they do know the address. My husband has the wallet inside his pen, his keys. 
How did them know? How that they didn't know my my address? Because they said, uh, didn't they say it was a new car or something? They didn't know whose car it was. If it's new car, but my husband he had the wallet inside, right? He had his own wallet, right? Uh, he had wallet. Of course, have a driver license on it. Right, right. Also, have a family picture in it too. They're supposed to know where he lives. So last uh, last month, the the policeman who ran the car over your husband, uh, he got fired finally. Yes. Are you happy with that? Oh, I'm so absolutely very happy, but it's not enough for me. It's not enough. It's not enough because I'm hurting a lot, and my two children they lost the father. You know how hurt they are. And they're very young. They're but, too young. Yeah. The, and you know, on Thanksgiving this year, without him, you think how we feel. Everybody's in the family together, but not us. How 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 old are your children? Oh, one is eleven, one is oh, just turned six. And so the six-year-old is a boy, and the eleven-year-old is a girl. Yes. And how do they do? They talk about their father. Yes, they do every single night. Every, Every night. night. Wow. They ask me about the the, the dad. Yeah, I don't know what to say, and I don't know what to do with the kids. You know, I just say, the dad pass out. You know. You you met him in in Vietnam. No, over here. Over here. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And he uh, he 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 he. You and both both you and he had come from Vietnam. Yes, we come from Vietnam. That we met in United States in Washington. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, we met at Washington State. At us? Uh, oh, Washington State. Yes. Did he? Um, he he's a uh, he's part uh, Caucasian and part uh, Vietnamese, right? Yes. Uh, so what happened to his uh, his parents? Uh, his parent, his mom is a Vietnamese, and I think his uh, his dad is a uh, American dad. Do you still keep in touch with them or not? No, we don't. We don't know where he is. Ah, okay. You don't know where the mother is either. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, we know the mother. He's different. His mom, his mom before he married me. Oh right, 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 right. Oh, you know that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, so um, you have gotten a lawyer now. Yeah, uh, I do have my lawyer. Um. And you filed a civil uh, lawsuit against the city of uh, Westminster. Yes. Um, what What are you looking for in that lawsuit? I'm looking for the the reason why they shoot my husband and ran over, and I would like to know how many miles they've been running over my husband, and why they they took over our love, took our over. family. They took over. I'm sorry. What? They took over my our my love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My family. He's the one taking us. He the one going to work. I don't. Uh huh. He the one take care everything in the house. But now I have to do everything. I cannot handle that by myself. You know, I right now I have to be a dad and a mom. Uh huh. Yeah. It's too hard for me to be like that. For sure. So um, I heard the city made an offer to settle the case. Um, uh, why did you turn it down? 
Um, because that is not the right. What What do you mean? Because I want, I just um, I just didn't want just only the money. I want they have to be fair. I want them to to be fair with my husband, to be fair with our family. What do you mean fair? What 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 do you? And over my husband, they have to have a good answer for us. They didn't give us any answer yet. So you want more information about what happened? Yes. And uh, so they they offered ten million, right? Yeah. What would it? What would make you settle then? If uh, do you want them to train, uh, do better training in the police department, or what? What what would satisfy you? You think? What more would you want? If it's not money, what what else? I want that man to pay what he had to pay to for my husband. The officer who uses the officer. car to run him over. Yeah, run your your husband over. Yeah. I want him to pay what he had to, because that's my love. That's the only one I have. I have no family here. Just only him. What did he do? Um, what do you think? Uh, you want him to go on trial? Yes. Right now, there's no charges against him, right? No, no charges against him. I don't understand why they fire him if the police report said he wasn't. Uh, you know, at first the police, uh, the DA, and other reports uh, basically blame both your husband and the policeman. He, I think that because they fire him because he think that he do that too bad. It's not right to uh, to shoot people and run over people like that. Yeah, my husband, he's a human too. He's not a uh, animal. He's also a human being. He, of course, a human being. He's not sick to die. He's not nothing to die. He's healthy. He go walk, take care of a wife and the two children. And he's a very very responsible person to the family. So if um, if they uh, if they settle the case, what do you want them to change procedures also? If uh, with the police, will you make you happier if they uh, promise never to do it again? Or what what would you make you happy? It's making me happy. Is there anything that they can do? They make me happy. They have to put. They do. They do something to make me happy. Is doing something fair. Is that make it right thing for my family? For your family, yes. Yes. Not just only for me. For my two kids. When they grow up, they will ask me why the dad die. What I'm going to say. And my mom, my mother-in-law, my my family, husband. What 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 they going to do without him? If they're not making fair to my husband, to my family. Right. You know, every night I have to cry. Every night my tears come out. Because I lost my husband. How have, For no reason. How have the, have the city done anything to try to um, change uh, police procedures? Do you know? No, I don't. 
I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. Did you get um, when did you get copies of the police reports? Mm, my lawyer, I think my lawyers have it. Uh, uh, uh. So what what's going on with the law case now? With the legal case, will with is there still trying to get information? Yes, they try to get information. Ah, uh, and uh, how when do you think is there a hearing coming up? I think yes. But I don't know when and how long. Uh, uh. So it's probably a preliminary hearing or something, yeah. yeah. I want to see that man's face because I didn't see his face yet. You saw And his... I would like to ask him why he do that to my husband. He was also uh, involved in some other situation before. What? I mean, I mean the policeman was also oh, yeah. involved in... He was also accused of other... Uh, bad things that happened before. So he had some record of... Uh, yes, he had a record before. Of bad behavior with, uh, with, with people. With somebody else. Right. Yeah, he does. And you know what? He had a bad record already, and I don't know why the Westminster office, police officer let him walk. If he do that to somebody else already... If he, if they not let him walk back like that, my husband won't be die. If my husband won't be killed like that. If they been fired him already for a long time ago, they should do that before. Right. Yeah, but they're not. They still let him walk in. That's why it happened to my husband. See, before you know what, I really, really trust police. I really trust them a lot. But now, you know what they give me? No trust. Do you think the police knew that your husband had gotten in trouble before and that's why they shot him? Do you think that's that's They the didn't situation? know anything about it. They didn't know? They don't know. If they know my husband in the past, they should know where he lived. Right. They should know where his family lived and let them know right away. You cut out that, you see my husband face the last chance. But they don't. They don't know anything about it. So you th do you believe uh, that um, they didn't know that there was, there was too short a time? They couldn't find out what had happened before? They didn't know who he was? Yes. If, if they know what happened to him, they all know where we live. But they don't know what happened to him. They don't know what the past is. So even though he... He had some bad times before. You th you don't think he should have been shot? He not been shot. What happened? Um, why did he go to jail before? You know when people young, 15, 16, you hang out, play with a bad person. We don't know that is a bad person. He, he hang out, it's not his problem. So you're saying that when he was a teenager, he got into, he hung out with the wrong people? Yeah, he hung out with the wrong person. Wrong people, wrong time. Has he changed? He changed a lot. He's been very good person. He goes to work. He don't hang out. He, he at home, he tries to work very hard to take care of me and my two kids. Do you, um, do you find that, um, the was the community supportive uh, in Little Saigon, the were the other people supportive of your situation? 
Were yes. they helping? Yes, they do. Are they still helping? Yes. So, um, I know there have been a lot of meetings uh, with the police and with the city officials, the city council uh, woman and different uh, different people. What do you think of those meetings? They tried to help me out. Uh, I'm sorry. They tried to help me out. Who? Who tried? The the Vietnamese company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but did the what do you think of the city officials? What they what they said? Uh, they at the, said at the meetings. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm actually didn't didn't know exactly. My mom she know a lot, so. Oh, you didn't. Oh, okay. She yeah. was also there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to one meeting where you were crying a lot, and yeah. uh, the family was also crying. Uh, the children were also crying. Yes. Um. So, do you think that um? What do you want to see in future? That do you want the police to change its uh, procedures? Yes. How can they change? What? What? How? How do you think they can do a better job so they don't shoot innocent people? They have to train the the people. They have to train the them how to treat human people. Not just every time. Put the gun out and shoot people like that. We are a human here. Everybody is a human, not an animal. They cannot just take the gun out and shoot people or run over like that. Everybody has family to take care of. Like if he, the one, is happy like that or his family happy like that, how is he feel? Right, for how sure. Family feel like that. I know the. The Westminster mayor said that her son was had also died, and in some other uh, situation, uh, but she was basically supporting the police report and uh, saying that you know didn't want to take a position. Remember that the the mayor the mayor of I Westminster don't remember, don't remember. okay <laughs> yeah uh, at one of the public meetings yeah so d- how do you do um, how do you go about your daily life now? What, my life right yeah. now? What's it like? In my husband's life? Uh, now, what, what do you, how do you cope? How do you handle it? I don't know how to handle it, but I mm. try my best to take care of my kids, to make my husband be happy. They're still going to school, right? Yeah, they do still go to school, but I don't drive. I have to take my, my kids walk forward to school. And every day, you know, my kids have been crying for for the dad. Every single day, the dad drives them to school, but now they have to walk far away to school. Because you don't drive. I don't drive. I can't drive. I have no car. I have nothing. And they they take the bus. They take a bus to school. Yeah, we take uh, the bus to school. Uh, you go but, with you go with them. There's, there's some, the mostly we have to work because right. the house is not like two, three miles. Oh, you have to walk too. Yeah, uh. we walk to school. But, you know, in the morning it's cold. Yes, for sure. How my kids handle that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially my six children, my six-year-old son. Yes. He's only six, 
and he laughed at that. Yes. That's really hurting for us right there. For sure. Uh, you're listening to Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and on the web at KUCI.org. Um, the opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily those of the regions of the University of California nor the management of KUCI. Uh, the number here is 949-824-5824 if you want to call in and join in this conversation. Uh, we're talking with uh, Fong, who's the widow of uh, Huang Bui, the, yeah. uh, the, the, guy who was, uh, the man who was killed by a police officer, uh, a Westminster policeman, and he subsequently was uh, fired from the police uh, department. And there is a lawsuit going on over this case right now. Um, how, uh, when you came to America, what did you, well, why did you come to America? Because we need freedom. But when we come here, we do have freedom. That's what happened to my husband right now. We trust them a lot. We need them a lot, but now what they've done to us. See, we love I love my husband. Like, I love everything. I love my future. I love my life. I love everything here. Do you want to move away? Yes, I do. I want to get out of California really bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, sorry. I, I have to stay here too. My kid, the school over. And until the school's over, yeah. You want to go to Wash? Go back to Washington? I do. Yeah, yeah. You have relatives there. I have my grandmom and my aunt there. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. So, how long do you think? Did the lawyers tell you how long it would take? The lawyer tell you how long the case would take? Yeah. Uh, like about year, two years. Yeah, maybe two years. Yeah, these things always take long time. Yes. Because they drag on. Yeah. Yes. So, are you hopeful that um, that you will be able to settle this case? Are you hopeful that that uh, you know they would do something uh, so that you'll be uh, you can accept a settlement? Yes. You're hopeful, yeah. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. Because it's, it costs them a lot. It will cost them a lot, yeah. Yes, I do trust them a lot, but I don't know if they can make me trust them more. Trust them, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a matter of justice. Yeah. I don't know if you need to trust anybody. Yeah, right now? I don't know who I can trust or what I can do to trust them or what they can do to let me trust them. Right. Because it's happened to my husband that that. You think, do I should trust them again? Well, you can talk to them through the lawyer. I don't know. I, I don't know that I can trust them or not. Talk them. What do you mean? Talk I don't know that I can. I don't know that I should trust them. I should not trust them. Or what I do. Oh, trust I them. Oh, yeah. What, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah, I don't think you should trust them. It seems to me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't. But you have to argue. A, you know, the lawyer will argue a case, and uh, then um, they will make a settlement offer. And it seems to me you have to decide then if you want to accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, 
the police always make offer, or the city always try to make offer to settle a case. Yes. Because uh, both usually lawyers also like to settle because yes. they, you know, they don't know how, you know, because if you go before a judge, you never know what will happen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I so think, you know, like right now, I'm very scared. I don't know who I should trust or who I should not trust or do I should trust them or not. I don't know. Right now, I'm very scared. I don't know what to do. I'm just hopeless. But have you heard, is your lawyer updating you, telling you what's going on? My husband, my lawyer said that they to try to do the best they can and to try to let me know as soon as possible. Yeah. It's, these things take a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So... I know it's uh, it's pretty difficult. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, uh, Fong, for being on on this program. Thank and you. Good luck. Huh? I'll keep yeah. in touch. Yeah, thank nope. you. Thank bye you. Bye bye. Uh, that was our 2005 interview with uh, Fong Bui, the husband of uh, Wang Tang Bui, who, when he was 30, was shot at by the police and run over by this cop from Westminster in his police cruiser. Uh, he was on the sidewalk, actually. Uh, Huang Bui was, and the policeman drove his car over the sidewalk, pinning him down, massive head injuries, internal bleeding, and he died at the scene. And as you heard in the interview that we had earlier, that original in 2005 interview, the family was not notified until hours 10 or 11 hours later, even though it was nearby. wasn't that far. That tragic story has kind of a happy ending, maybe. The city last week settled the case, and a federal judge on Thursday approved it. But the family just got one-tenth of what it asked for, it asked for $10 million, and it got one, less than $1 million, 950000 But at least the boy and the girl in the case will be able to go to college. Now they can see a better future than their parent, than their father. The Register was the only store, or was the only paper to cover this case, sparking vitriolic comments on its website from readers who totally trashed the victim in this case. These were quite amazing comments, and I'll read you some of them. One of them from Reposado, some guy called Reposado. I have little sympathy for the likes of Bui and don't believe his family should get a dime. Bui caused his own death by creating the chase that eventually led to his death. Having said that, reading the story at face value, I don't believe a cop should shoot at 
the suspect if he ran away while being customed, while being questioned. The cop deserved to get fired. So that was an even-handed comment. OC Observer wrote, "This is on the Register, the OC Register website. I just love how they say the nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars settlement will be paid by the city's insurance, as if this the money comes from nowhere, and that's the citizens off the hook. The articles never tell us how much the insurance premiums were." Before the payout, and how much afterwards? As if these corporate insurance companies enter into the business with the cities to lose money, and go bankrupt. Ha ha! Believe me, folks, you're paying through the nose. Mister Thundermaker writes. Looks like Bui's family will be taken care of better than if he was still alive. Both sides seem to be at fault. Here, but the settlement seems reasonable. When did anyone ever mention race? I miss that. Forty-five-year-old、uh, year OC native writes, "Unbelievable! The family deserves nothing. He shouldn't have ran. Sick. You run because you obviously did something wrong. I remember the story, and it was an accident. Do not run from a cop." Capital letters. So this was the more tame comments, actually, on the website, and that the register gathered in a section, special section, called "Readers' Comment on Westminster's nine hundred fifty thousand dollars settlement." But at the bottom of the article, there have been more、um, comments. And I'll go from、uh, the last ones first, and go backwards, because I think it's and this will give you some idea of the sequence, and or not repeat the ones that we just already heard. Amateur two thousand. Amateur two thousand writes. Certainly, there's a few bad apples in the Westminster PD. I was once stopped by one of them for my for minor traffic violation, expired vehicle registration, and you hear the words and tone when they question you. They're very racist, as the old says.、Uh, when you give the man power, the old saying goes, I guess, when you give the man power, you will find out his character. So that's a critical comment. Joe Mama writes, "The pop probably ran his plate and knew he was dealing with a convicted murderer, so of course he did not want to get him to get away. But pled guilty to voluntary manslaughter, not only got three years. I commend the cop for ridding the community of this piece of trash." His family should give the money to the family of the guy that Bui was involved in killing. So that sounds like a cop wrote the story, wrote the letter. A classic case of the city taking the cheapest way, not to avoid millions in legal expenses. A cop gets kicked off the force 
a gang sleazer is removed from the streets and his family gets 950 grand. I'm sure the lawyer didn't get out with empty pockets either. So that was from Specialist. Uh, Just Tasking writes, Why do we reward the families of gangbangers with huge settlements when the poor upbringing of Bui by his family was one of the primary causes of his death? Shouldn't us taxpayers be billing his family and their lawyer for the waste of time and money while he was on his crime spree? Of course, he wasn't on a crime spree when he was shot and later killed when the car ran him over. Uh, Dan the Man writes, I think the price is a bargain to get rid of a piece of trash like that. So another writer calls Bui trash. Uh, think, uh, uh, Ruby Pearl writes, Think about, obviously you missed the part. Bui's widow this part, Bui's widow filed a 10 million federal civil rights lawsuit against the city alleging violation of civil rights and racism. And Helen, 1994, writes, I've been told that a lot of Viets, Viets don't trust the police because they believe them to be corrupt. Whether most of them are corrupt or not is true or not. The lesson here is Running from the cops is not a good idea in the event that you run into some crazy cop that will shoot you, then ram you into a tree with the car with his car. No amount of money is worth a human life, regardless of how that human conducted himself. So these were some of the comments that uh, were put up on the register website. As a result of this settlement of the case uh, for $950,000 uh, of the case of the Westminster police uh, officer later fired who shot at this unarmed individual who was who had not stopped um, for questioning or had continued to drive away and then was shot at and also run over by the policeman's cruiser, police cruiser. We're going to take a break. Uh, this is Subversity here on KUCI on the Christmas Eve edition uh, when we should all be jolly, but it's sad news comes along, but also good news in the sense that the case is now settled. This is Dan Sung with Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and on the web at KUCI.org. You're listening to Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is a Christmas Eve edition. Uh, we've just um, heard a segment of uh, an interview we did two years before with Fong Bui, the widow of Huang Bui, who was shot to death by police during Tet in 2005, Tet, the Ch Vietnamese Chinese New Year. And the case was settled last week. 
on this edition, we also remember the life of Alan Barube, who was a queer working-class historian who won the MacArthur Genius Award. He died on December 11th at the age of 61. He's best known for his work Coming Out Under Fire, which was a study of gays in the military. He died because of sudden complications, according to a story in the Windy City Times of Chicago. Sudden complications from two stomach ulcers, according to his close friend Jonathan Ned Katz. Berube was for decades an independent historian and a community activist. He was basically a grassroots person. He first came to progressive political activism in opposition, says this article, to the Vietnam War, working with the American Friends Service Committee in Boston in the late 1960s. The Quakers, after dropping out of the University of Chicago. After coming out in 1969, he joined a gay liberation collective household, later moving to San Francisco, where he joined a gay commune for craftspeople. He remained in San Francisco for many years and was one of the founders of the San Francisco Lesbian and Gay History Project in 1978. His slideshows about women who dress and passed as men and married other women were welcomed by enthusiastic audiences around the country, says this obituary in the Windy City Times of December 22nd. Berube was best remembered for his groundbreaking work of gay history, published in 1990, Coming Out Under Fire, The History of Gay Men and Women in World War II. The Lambda Literary Award-winning book, which was later adapted by Arthur Dong into a Peabody Award-winning documentary, was often cited in Senate hearings on the military's anti-gay policies in 1993. Martin Duberman, a distinguished, the distinguished professor of history emeritus at the City University of New York, called Berube's book superb not only in terms of his prose uh, style, which was absolutely lucid and even elegant, but also in terms of the very fine-spun analyses, analysis. Allen was not one to create shallow generalizations about either a given individual or a series of events. He was utterly meticulous and utterly careful. No one will ever, I think, have to redo the book on World War II. And you can almost never say that about a historian or a given piece of historical research. In 1996, Berube received a genius grant from the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation for his work. And that's what's so great about community activists, that they do get 
rewarded sometimes, recognized by foundations for their community work. For the past decade, while living in New York City and the Catskills, Berube has been working on a history of queer working-class men in Marine Cooks and Stewards Union in the 1930s and 40s. A project for which he received a Rockefeller Residency Fellowship in the Humanities from the Center for Lesbian and Gay Studies at City University of New York, Berube traveled the country presenting slideshows about his current research and lectured on gay and lesbian history at Stanford University and the University of California, Santa Cruz. He wrote stories for numerous publications, including Mother Jones. Gay Community News, The Advocate, The Washington Blade, Outlook, and The Body Politic from Toronto. He also published articles in several anthologies, including White Trash, which included a rare personal essay in which he recounted his childhood in a trailer park in Bayonne, New Jersey, and Policing Public Sex, in which he detailed the history of gay bathhouses. Uh, Allen took great pride, says this article, in his role as a community historian. Sir John D'Amelio, professor of history at the University of Chicago, University of Illinois at Chicago, and author of several books on gay history, he loved the excitement that his talks and slideshows generated in an audience, and he loved that he, a college dropout, had written a book that could make that made a difference in the world. He was an inspiration to everyone who knew him. As sweet and kind and genuinely moral a human being as anyone could hope to meet, says D'Amelio. For the past several years, Berube lived in Liberty, New York, in the Catskills. There, he owned a bed and breakfast and operated Intelligent Design, a store selling mid-century modern collectibles. Berube's partner, John Nelson, said Alan just loved it when people walked into the Liberty store, looked around, and were happy. So that was a memorial, an obituary memorial, to the um, community-based uh, labor historian, Alan Berube. Uh, it's on the website uh, called Upping, Upping the Anti, the Anti, Upping the Anti, a journal of theory and action. Um, you can Google that. Uh, we dedicate the show to Alan Berry Bay, who was a fellow traveler uh, trying to change society. This is Dan Zhang signing off with. Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. The opinions expressed on the show were not necessarily those of the regents of the University of California, nor the management of KUCI. Please have a safe holiday season. And we'll be back New Year's Eve next week. This is Dan Zhang. Signing off for Subversity. On the web, we're at KUCI.org slash tilde, D-T-S-A-N-G. KUCI.org slash tilde, D-T-S-A-N-G.
This is KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. The opinions expressed on the show were not necessarily those of the regents of the University of California, nor the management of KUCI.